0: binoculars, what do I see? Jersey devil, 2
1: half-dozen yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you.
0: Welcome to Featured Creatures. <laughs> I won't do it. I'm Alan. <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Not gonna be a...
1: What was it, George Second? No, 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 now it's a... Uh, I'm Henry Rollins, Henry Rollins, I am... Henry Rollins, I am, I am. I'm the singer of the band Black Flag and everyone is my enemy or something like that. He won't sing that on air. We've tried. By we, I mean, not me.
2: Does everybody dislike Henry Rollins for no, some No,
1: he, he, he dissed Bill Bartell of White Flag by not singing his song.
2: I thought everybody really liked uh, old Hank Rollins. I did
1: until that moment. When I found that out, it's like, no.
2: He's got a pretty prolific uh, like indie film career, too. He's in a lot of like low-budget horror He's movies. Jack Frost? Yeah.
1: The best of all indie films?
2: <laughs> I guess Is that I agree, the one where the dad turns into
0: the... <laughs> yeah. Okay. I not, wish the, I not the horror movie? No.
2: See, because that's what I was thinking. Because I, I do not remember him from Michael Keaton, Jack Frost. I thought I knew that movie well, but I guess not. I'm going to have to go back and watch it again.
0: Uh, this You're one... On he just should have sang that song. So we have a, a news report. Nice. It's been a while since we had one of these cryptid events. Eh, not that. Not as long as the
2: others. But what was the last news story we had?
0: Kind-eyed Bigfoot. That's telepathic right. football.
2: Yep. With the with Four or the,
0: five episodes ago.
2: That sounds about right.
0: I really think as a
1: refresher, people should look that up.
2: Well, yeah. we did. It, we sent out the the uh,
0: tweet a while back on Twitter. On it. But yeah. it's
1: four weeks, ago. it's a refresher. You got uh, you got to look at this guy's. I normally kind I face. normally
0: pin the new episode to Twitter. But I might, I might have to pin this picture of Bigfoot just from kind of four weeks Bigfoot. ago. Well, I
2: mean, it's just a, such a sweet drawing.
0: Okay,
1: so but you don't see often. That's why I like it. It's not evil. He's not gonna crush
2: your bones. Well, I think that's kind of the he's thing that's gonna, so endearing about Bigfoot, right? He's just, just a, kind-eyed Bigfoot. A lot of people are like, "No, he's misunderstood. He's a natural creature, and he he exists in harmony with nature. Yeah, he wants to be our friend
0: because he's a big old lichen." Angel Humanoid shows up in Ohio. Oh, see, I'm already freaked Dude, out about okay, that. Okay, so don't...
2: Ohio is like the new epicenter.
0: No, because one was from of... fucking like 2014.
2: I just, I want it to be the new epicenter.
0: So the this article filled out as the, like, a report form that you send to Cryptozoology News. Oh my goodness. So email, omitted. Field ID number five. I would like to remain anonymous. Your age, 43. Your profession, firefighter slash paramedic your county city state sydney so we can basically tell who you are already when did the sighting take place country state city sydney ohio or county state city when did the event take when did the event take place please please specify date and time fuck you no it says july of 1990 and me reading that I said fuck you out of response because stop reporting things 28 years later.
1: It takes time <laughs> to Garrett. get the
0: balls to a yes. Mickey
1: saw
2: Angel. Sometimes, believe it or not. Well, How- you know,
1: what if you were waiting for the doomsday of 91? You're like, oh boy, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Well, they like, wanted it. didn't happen, but I'm ready for the other doomsday. So I just want to say I saw this in preparation for the second coming.
2: I'm sure they just wanted the, the Simpsons Angel episode backlash to die down like this happened and then that episode happened and they were like, well,
0: they we saw the sighting when they were 15.
2: All right, I don't I don't see how that hurts their credibility.
0: Yeah. Uh How long did the sighting last? 45 seconds. Still good. Wait, I started this so happy now? and now I'm just so fucking mad. How oh, old are they man. How
2: old are they now? Or as of the as of the report?
0: 43.
2: I really hoped it would have been 45 It's like what a coincidence. <laughs>
0: What were, what were you doing at the time of the sighting, walking home? Describe what happened with as many details as possible. I was expecting another one-word answer, but this is four paragraphs.
2: <laughs> I was exploring a cave behind my
0: house and I, <laughs> oh,
2: it made me want to experience Angel humanoid.
0: I was walking home, facing north, in a residential street approximately one block from my house. It was a very hot afternoon and winds were picking up.
2: Hot, windy. Ohio I could day. see
0: my house in the distance. The sky hard turned, very dark due to a pretty significant thunderstorm. The sky was very dark in the northern part of the sky. In the blue sky and clouds behind me, it was approximately fifteen hundred hours. I fucking hate this human. Ah, part of what I'm reading is blocked up by an email I just received from Pokemon Go. Nice. As the winds were p- were pocking up.
2: Well, you got to read it with the spelling errors in there.
0: Yeah. Something white against the dark sky caught my attention. At first, I thought it was a large piece of white paper or sheet. Then I noticed it was like flapping its wings. It flew from my right to left, approximately 400 feet up and maybe 120 yards from me at about 25 degrees from my perspective. It was large and very white. It looked humanoid, but taller and muscular. My brain couldn't reference, could reference, hold on. My brain could reference anything other than what an angel would look like. It had a huge wingspan and flapped just like a bird's wings would.
2: Wait, so how many wings did it have, though? Does it say?
0: Couldn't make out smaller details like hair or facial features, mm. but it had a head, two arms, two legs, and two wings. Okay. All right. So it's no fucking seraphim. I was going
2: to say, it's no, I just uh, you got to know how many wings it's got. That it was simple. flying
0: from east to west, not with the wind. Leaves and grass were blowing in my direction. I was particularly religious. I was particularly religious then or now. Hold on. I'm, I'm sure he means wasn't. Because I was particularly religious then or now doesn't make sense. But I wasn't particularly religious then or now does make sense. What did it look like? Describe physical features that you saw. Very tall, like eight or nine feet. Male features due to a muscular build. All white, human-like, large white wings. Wingspan approximately five to six feet from center to tip. That's not that. Have you had a sighting before? No.
2: One time event.
0: Fucking 28 years ago. I wonder what he was doing
1: before, because like, you know, local cable, local channel TV favorite, Minister Max, went, was looking at a pornography magazine, went to an Arby's and had his experience of seeing hell.
0: Uh, <laughs> did, did this guy have a similar experience?
2: He went to an Arby's.
1: The that way he so described the
0: angel made me think of Rob Liefeld describing anything. <laughs> like, there's, there's...
2: Extremely muscular, very tall.
0: There's a video, like, of... Rob Liefeld and Todd McFarlane designing a character while Stan Lee is like talking to them Oh my god! and he's just tearing them apart. Yeah. It's like, so what does he, does he take all this stuff off? Like, no, it's like, what's he do when he goes home? What's the secret <laughs> identity? Yeah, he's always overkill. Like, he's never not overkill. And he's like, just like Stanley's just tearing them. Oh. He's like, well, was this going to triple for those wires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man then, those images! this guy killers. has rob Lifefield energy. energy <laughs> uh,
2: you know it's so weird how, how life he's gone full circle Right, he went from being just a complete joke actually no he went from being a serious and respected artist to a complete joke and just now right back to it it's gone
0: around he just I seems still to love lovable. that fucking g levi jeans commercial <laughs> oh okay that's it that's our news story that was the 90s god
2: i was expecting like 30
0: foot wingspan just huge today's featured creature i didn't do i didn't write down a bunch of stuff for this one because it ain't real because it um branched off into so many different things really so i'm like fuck it i i'm just going to do all of them so instead of writing it down i'm just gonna read from my phone okay so atmospheric jellyfish.
2: I, I'm actually really interested in this one.
0: Atmospheric jellyfish are flying jellyfish that have been sighted floating in the atmosphere.
2: Are there any pictures of this one or like alleged photos? Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, go to uh, just Google atmospheric jellyfish. I'm gonna. And go to uh, one should be you'll 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 see it. Yeah. Atmospheric jellyfish are a type of UFO as well. Interesting. The unexplained phenomena has been cited by hundreds of people across the globe, from China to Norway, including top meteorological scientists, military bases, and cities. These sightings prompted speculation on what the creatures really were. According to NASA, never a straight answer, uh, these creatures... (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I do not believe that. NASA's good. (laughs) NASA's okay. Ah, uh, these creatures may be the result of space debris reflecting off of the northern lights. Okay. NASA also launched. Sp- what? Oh, that's really cool. What? NASA has also launched sixty thousand jellyfish into Earth's orbit during their from undersea to outer space experiment. You know, yeah, that sounds oddly. Um, these produced atmosphere. <laughs> These produced atmospheric jellyfish may yield insight into the sighted atmospheric jellyfish. Wait, what? Did hold on. They were in like a sea because that's a first, vessel, right? Well at first. You they guys didn't just send 60
2: like, oh, just shotgunning them to space. And then I was like, oh no, they'd put them in something. But now it's like oh, hold it on. Produced, I'm like, opening a, lot a of new tab. Jellyfish. Yeah,
1: this is this is important.
2: This is this is uh this is the meat and potatoes. Of what we do, this is the this is the the first real science we're uh, we're conducting here. We're gonna we're gonna research NASA's atmospheric jellyfish program. Ooh wow, why didn't we get any of those? The uh, atmospheric sunfish. i don't to lie, that would spook the hell out of me. Big ol' friggin' sunfish, just whoop,
0: whoop. okay. Yeah, they did definitely did this, and I don't know if they also released some into the atmosphere because. Science, but um they they um were you test using jellyfish as guinea pigs for testing uh like pressure, right no, uh for like babies born in space might not uh blah blah blah, jellyfish babies at least have to deal with massive vertigo on earth after spending their first few days of life in space,
2: yeah, <laughs> that sounds correct, yeah. Wow. NASA first the started sending jellyfish
0: things. to space aboard the Columbia Space Shuttle during the early 90s to test how spaceflight would affect their development. As cool as being an astronaut baby sounds, the jellies didn't develop the same gravity sensing capabilities as the Earth relatives. Jellyfish tell up from down through calcium sulfate crystals that ring the bottom edge of their mushroom-like bodies. Crystals are housed in little pockets. Uh, da so is he just
1: kind of spinning around in a circle endlessly?
0: Trying to get a center
1: of okay. balance? Or?
0: So. As far as I can tell from that very limited amount of research you all heard.
1: Never a straight
0: answer. I don't think they shot them. like had them just in the atmosphere. <laughs> they just cannoned
2: them up there.
0: Like slingshot.
2: <laughs> I imagine more like a, like a high altitude kind of crop dusting. Where you just like. <laughs> you know you just rain out jellyfish
0: okay 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 that seems unnecessarily cool <laughs> sightings the mid 20th century to be fair i'm 70% sure that they didn't just shoot like put jellyfish into the atmosphere but the 30% of me that is like i wonder what would happen yeah thinks that another scientist was thinking I wonder what would happen and did it.
2: Yeah,
1: you know they did. So I'm
0: not sure that they didn't, but you know. It was
1: the final frontier of just crazy ideas.
0: Okay, so since the mid 20th century, these mysterious creatures have been sighted numerous times and have gained substantial recognition. uh, Fuck me! Recognition! Jesus Christ, that's not even a hard word! It's a very common word. It was that guy. Why'd my mouth dumb like that? It was that?
1: his angel story. It <laughs> I oh. am still
0: very angry. Yeah. And now I'm angry and confused That's, at NASA. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's Recognition from the media and scientific community alike. It is one of the few UFO phenomena to be recognized and researched by the scientific community while additionally... Still filling the headlines of newspapers. Some of the most notable examples include, and here is the list of multiple ones that I'm like, shit, if I do, I'd have to write all of these down. So take up multiple pages of my book and that's not going to happen. Okay. Number one, depending on how much more extra information we might do these guys again, instead of just the basic. Yeah. Number one, the Dutch flying jellyfish. That is a good picture. That's beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah
2: point it this way oh yeah yeah that that was the first one that i saw
0: the dutch flying jellyfish is an atmospheric jellyfish (laughs) cited in the netherlands by harry purton harry purton ventured out after a storm last week to take photos for his blog after he saw beautiful skies from his windows he was not expecting to capture pictures of something unusual Mm. but he was surprised upon checking his camera when he got home he saw a jellyfish ufo i don't know why i'm doing this voice (laughs)
2: It's your, it's your, um, like, newscaster voice.
0: Qing Jian Flying Jellyfish. The Qing Jian Flying Jellyfish is an atmospheric jellyfish sighted by Chinese Air Force pilot and 104 ground officials on Monday, ni- October 19th, 1998, in uh, Qing Jian, China. Jellyfish Anomaly of Petro Savatsky. I'm going to have to say that name again. The Jellyfish Anomaly of Petro Savatsky was a first documented site. How can I read that fine, but not recognition? I don't know.
1: Psychological effects. You're not able to... The definition of recognition is destroying your
0: perception of recognition. <laughs> it's like, is this is, is a what? <laughs> the, the Jellyfish Anomaly of Petro Sav- No! <laughs> Petro Savatsky... Was the first documented sighting of an atmospheric jellyfish, a type of at- atmospheric beast that was sighted by hundreds of local people, including Yuri Gromov and Nikolai Milov. Above the skies of Petrovodotsky, Russia, on September 20th, 1977. The sighting prompted speculation on what the creature really was. The Nor- er, Norwegian atmospheric jellyfish. The Norwegian atmospheric jellyfish is an atmospheric jellyfish. <laughs> Cited oh. in Norway by Peron Milotskin. Leading scientists theorize it may have been caused by light from the aurora being bounced off a space satellite. Aurora Borealis. Oh, cool. So it's fun that this whole uh, thing just straight up lies to you, telling you that the uh, uh, <laughs> the Petro Savatsky one was the first one. Atmospheric jellyfish timeline. <laughs> November 17th, 1974. The first known sighting of an atmospheric jellyfish when first shown to the public in 1979, it soon became the object of intense research, including the Danish military. September 20th, 1977. uh, Petro Skvatsky. 1985. The first sighting of the UFO later to be linked with the Belarusian sky squid is cited above Minsk, Belarus. October 19th, 1998. The Chinese one. October 24th, ninety-nine. Second sighting in the Belarusian sky squid. Gonna have to do that, aren't we?
2: The Belarusian sky squid? Yep. That sounds like another cousin to the Appalachian mud squid.
0: <laughs> January 20th, 2010, the, atmosphere, the Norwegian atmospheric jellyfish. April 12th, 2012, the Toronto aerial jellyfish is sighted in the skies above Toronto, Canada. Late December 2012, Na- the NASA jellyfish anomaly was sighted via NASA cameras recording an object in the sky. June 1st, 2015, the Dutch flying jellyfish. Those are the, uh, sightings. So these really are kind of a global phenomenon. Yeah. And that's it. We already covered the theories because this isn't structured as a regular episode. Should I just click on the link for the Belarusian sky squid and just see what that's up about? We- you
2: should. I I definitely... Definitely think you should do that.
0: Cool. Let's do that.
2: All these pictures of different kinds of atmosphere jellyfish. Some obvious hoaxes and...
0: See, at least these ones can't just be, oh, it's a fucking cloud.
2: <laughs> like yeah. it's, a, it's a specific these, kind of cloud. These formation.
0: are something that's glowing.
1: Yeah. It's got a shape and a constant form it presents itself in.
2: I mean, the first one just looks like a like a song. Wow. wow!
0: So, Belarusian sky squid. Here's a photograph of a glass squid, which is one of the few creatures that matches the sighting. Glass squids look cool. Oh wow!
2: Yeah, I'm gonna Google one right now.
0: Creature type: atmospheric beast. In 1985, an aerofloat plane reported sighting a bright light while flying over Minsk, while en route to. Whew, how do you pronounce that how do you spell that one um that was me (laughs) trying to figure out how to pronounce t-b-i-l-i-s-i
2: oh i gotta see it i actually might see where's it at what's the what's the location
0: belarus oh no i I have no idea to tall and i'm sorry belarusians these these
2: cyrillic in belarus right
0: the mysterious light was sighted again on December 24th, nineteen ninety nine, revealing itself to be a cigar-shaped UFO, also known as Air Rods. Air Rods. That was sighted above the skies of Vitebsk, Belarus. Or as Jesus in South Park says, Belarus. As everyone says in Belarus. <laughs> the, this particular creature exhibited bioluminescence and semi-transparency. Quality similar to that of jellyfish or squids. The sighting, the cigar-shaped UFO, brighter than clouds, color blue and red, the color of the cloud at sunset, like an aircraft but without wings and tail, angular size about what uh, 3CE times 0.5CE? I wish I was smart enough to know what that meant.
1: Metric, you win again.
0: It might not be metric because it's
2: who knows. Well, it's giving you like area measurements. I
0: just don't know what CE is. The front part profile was rounded and asymmetrical. The rear part seemed blurred. Observed by two witnesses. The object is moving northeast. Elevation about forty CE. Climb negative five CE. Oh, okay. So since I'm not an air traffic controller or uh, playing those games,
2: <laughs> not a, not a, not a big into the air flight uh, sims.
0: The object was brighter than sky at the time and slightly fluorescent. The object color was blue with red, as the color of the clouds at sunset. The distance from the object was estimated as very high. There was no. God, this. There was no any noise all the time.
2: Well, I mean, this is like being translated. Presumably, I'll take this credit be, for
0: my dumb, bad mouth. When this I might say be, something. This dumb might and bad. Like
2: bad Google Translate of something in Belarusian.
0: After three, four seconds, the object suddenly vanished. One of the witnesses stated that the object disintegrated into dots and vanished.
2: Whoa! That's pretty
0: cool. You're like static out. All right. People think it might have been a mirage. It was sabotage. During that night, the air temperature <laughs> decreased you know. from negative one Celsius <laughs> to negative ten Celsius. The sun was set. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I'm also sorry. <laughs> Just, so it um. doesn't have anything on the... Oh, no, yeah, it does. Okay. So that's the Belarusian Sky Squid. For now. And maybe forever. <laughs> Just people saw it, and then they used a bunch of air traffic control and a flight. <laughs> Some flight lingo. All right. That's it for that
2: for skies for sky squids
0: atmospheric jellyfish we may go do individual ones
2: the uh, may add a new segment for
0: creatures that don't have a big section
2: i see maybe plus i i just love the idea of the atmospheric beast it's just it's so i really hope
0: that this episode doesn't re-spark the atmospheric beef
2: it i mean yeah it never died down it was never actually squashed
0: it just stopped happening
2: just nobody nobody was reporting on it i mean it wasn't happening
1: well, no comment. I'll so, comment.
0: Fuck atmospheric uh, beasts. <laughs> uh,
1: what? Did you hear that? That is the
0: fan of a flame blow. Yeah, I got my fucking bellows.
2: Well, he's getting—he's trying to do it. He's trying to reignite the war.
0: So, plug emendations.
2: Definitely atmospheric <laughs> beasts.
0: That's the. Ah, oh, you bastard.
2: It, what's that? What's the What's the Beastie Boys album that has sabotage on it? <laughs> um, is
0: that Licensed to Ill? Yeah. I
2: think it's Licensed to Ill. <laughs> I think so. Huh. Maybe I'm plugging that. Sure. I'm going to plug that.
0: <laughs> I'll plug that. Maybe uh, does Intergalactic have it? No, no. Because I have Licensed to Ill on my phone, so <laughs> if I don't have sabotage, then it's not Licensed to Ill. Beastie Boys. I love the Beastie Boys.
2: They're pretty alright. She's on it. No sleep till Brooklyn.
0: Okay, those what you just said are unlicensed to ill, but not sabotage.
2: Oh, okay. Huh.
0: Brass Monkey's also unlicensed to ill.
2: That that is also a great song.
0: I haven't thought of something for this one.
2: I can plug something else if you want. Something no, no, like no. It. You can keep Beastie Boys. No, I mean like just in addition to Beastie Boys. No, just no. Keep no. plugging.
0: Stuff. You got you got yours. You don't have to do any other legwork. work. <laughs> okay. You got anything, Alan? while I'm tumbling in my own brain.
1: Uh, yeah, I finished a a book recently, an exhibition catalog of an art show. Um, just happened. I didn't go to it because it's New York. Uh, thing is called yeah. Everything is connected. Art and conspiracy, with the exception of the incredibly stupid reference to hyperobjects in the beginning. It's actually great. Hyperobjects are bad. Don't don't ever get it.
2: What uh, are hyper-objects? It's a the philosophical
1: offshoot of objects through an ontology, which has its own mess. And basically it was a movement made to scam artists. But, you know, they say that objects can never be known in any way because we're only we only perceive their human abilities. And they hate Kant for saying that, but they're just doing what Kant <laughs> said, but to make a bunch of money. I and see. And when criticized about it, Grant Harmon's like, how dare like Ray Barassier say that the movement's over? We've made over 20 books when he made one. And it's like, well, there you go. But also <laughs> anyway, so... So that's that's how they say all objects only can never be perceived. They're known in any way. So hyperobjects is the same exact thing, but with a cooler sounding word. It's like his book. All right. But it's dumb.
2: Wow. I hate philosophy so much.
1: I love it, but I hate hyperobjects. Um, no, it's uh, the analytical continental divide is ending. So I'm actually pretty stoked. You'd be into it. Interesting. We're getting to like actual praxis. Wow. Hopefully.
2: I mean, I like old timey philosophy back back when it was like. If It was an unknown science, so you're a philosopher. We don't yeah. have we don't have a word for for sociology yet. You're a philosopher.
1: Well, the, they still the, you know those people still exist. The nat- natural philosophers' alliance. They just say that gravity's not real and stuff. <laughs> and I kind of you know they're they're right. They're not right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure gravity's real, but no one can explain why gravity's. Real. They can't, but. But they could, but it's a fucking cabal that's not letting them use CERN. If They could use CERN; it would all be proven. Wait,
2: why can't they? What do you mean they can't prove gravity is real?
1: Because it should go both ways.
2: I mean, I guess that—that's their—that's I mean, all like, these guys. Like, maybe true. I don't know.
0: They can prove gravity is real; they just can't explain how it works. I mean, I, I guess because for magnetism, you can explain how that works because you can like get at the shit too. See, sure. but for gravity, there's nothing really to look at, other than what it does, the force it exerts, not it.
2: Okay, so what you mean is, uh, it's it's we're, we're looking for the the phlogiston, as it were. Yeah, nobody exactly knew what fire was for like ever. It must be phlogiston. That's what fire's made of. Like <laughs> I, as it turns out, it's just like a plasmoid.
0: Yeah. So, I'm going to plug uh, Gaslands.
2: All right, that's fair. I've
0: been hearing about this all day. What's Gaslands? I'm not so, excited to know. I, at the time of recording, haven't actually played a game yet.
2: <laughs> None of us have.
0: But by the time this comes out, we'll have been playing for three weeks because we're playing tonight.
2: We're supposed wow. to. I might be dead, though.
0: Uh, too bad, you're still
2: playing. Use my corpse's terrain. <laughs>
0: that's it's, an option. It's a tabletop miniature game. Where you use hot wheel cars and that,
2: corpses is terrain that you
0: can modify or just use the plain Hot Wheels. Oh, that's pretty funny. And uh, there's you can get if you just Google Gaslands, the first thing should be the website and it has the uh, books and the templates for your movement and shit. Looking it, uh, the the best thing I think the best thing about it is
2: that like it's cheap.
0: So, oh, like you can buy like the, the setting for it is like a post apocalyptic Mad Max style fucking <laughs> it's Mad Max car combat. It's like twisted metal, but like a tabletop. See, I I
2: would say more like twist because I was reading through the thing and like not everything is like ruined. Yeah, some things are more like slightly worse Blade Runner.
0: The 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 short of the story is it (laughs) alters history where like we after the moon landing we went to the went to Mars, landed on Mars, people colonized, like rich people colonized Mars, and then like Earth was left to just people who couldn't afford to go to Mars and then Mars overthrew the earth government yep. created a reality TV show called gaslands <laughs> where it's just hyper violent car combat. And oh, cool. it is currently 2018, the 10th anniversary of the gaslands television show. The Martian corporations have conquered earth. It's <laughs> like my favorite thing. Yeah. You can use any vehicle from a like bicycle, like a motorcycle to a tank or a helicopter. It looks really fun. And I've modified a few cars. And number one fan, Mahas, modified six cards, and his are fucking beautiful.
2: Yeah, I gotta get my compressor Mine looks super
0: shitty compared to his. Oh,
1: so these that's... cards have, like, stats, you just
0: yeah. knock them down? They have a base stat for what kind of card, and then you can add weapons to them <laughs> by increasing their point value. Awesome. It's uh, I think in the game
2: they, they call it Rule of Carnage, but people who yeah. play a lot of tabletops will be more familiar with the uh, Rule of Cool. Just generally like whatever is the most fun and exciting thing, just go with that. Yeah, if, so if, if you like if
0: something happens and you can't find an exact thing in the rule book, whatever causes the most carnage you to just both go players with, just go with happens. <laughs>
2: yeah. But like I said, it's cheap. I mean, we were at we went to the the like Walmart and Target and stuff, and these cars are like between like two to three dollars for expensive ones and like 78 cents to 30 cents yeah. for cheap
0: ones like luckily our target was having a sale and wow. we got a bunch of cars that were 38 cents a pop yeah it's it's not just for really hot cheap. like hot wheels are 90 like a dollar a piece and are way better quality it's but nice the it's other the deal. other ones were cheap and fun Yep, yeah.
2: you print out all the templates and everything you use regular six-sided die like it we were talking a- about the cost and you spend like 25 dollars ish to get like just to if everybody had to buy the book and some cars and you just go you're good to go
0: cool yeah and uh, a lot of the stuff uh, i like think the book isn't free but a lot of the stuff is yep
2: yeah. a lot of it's free to play and i think the the pdf version of the book is much cheaper as well yeah send us an email <laughs> at feature Son of a bitch! Son of a goddamn bitch! How did you not get featured creatures, by the way? How did we not get that? It
0: was already taken. Did you see? You should have checked everything. You should. check found mail. I found websites. Wow. I found a Facebook page called like multiple ones called Featured Creatures, mm-hmm. but it's just them talking about an actual animal. Interesting. And there were no podcasts. So man,
2: see, we there's got to be like a service where you can just like put in something and see if there's an available email address somewhere.
0: For it. Yeah. I've been thinking about starting an actual website for it. Really? Yeah. Wow. If we get a... That's what I... Instead of getting a new RSS feed, I might just start a website. Interesting. But I'd have to pick... I want to pick a weird thing instead of .com. Mm. Like, I know you can get dot horse.
2: <laughs> can we do dot triple X? Can we do that one?
0: <laughs> Featured Creatures Featured dot, triple dot triple X. 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 Do creature after dark. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to
2: do the movie triple X. Oh, man. Nice. Nice. We got to see if we do that. Then we can have the, the Vin Diesel crossover.
0: Uh, if he hasn't gone on multiple tabletop game podcasts, he's not going to come on ours. I guess that's but What true. if we're named after the movie he's in? So... My favorite thing about Vin Diesel, <laughs> I'm plugging Vin Diesel now. Let's, let's favorite thing about Vin Diesel. I mean,
2: it's a good segue, right? Gaslands, Diesel. Mm.
0: My favorite thing about Vin Diesel is uh, he'll just say that a sequel to something is coming out. Oh yeah, <laughs> in yeah. interviews. Like he keeps, he'll, he'll be like, oh yeah, we're going to, we're making, we're going to make Iron Giant 2. And then he talk to anyone else involved. Like, like no, it's not, it's we're not, not doing
2: that. Ignore, ignore. The
0: he Andy just constantly know. says that like, oh, we're working on like pitch black
2: 15. wow See, but that's smart. I've said this before. Like, I think that's his strategy is like, he'll just say it's happening so that like the, the hype gets real. And then the studio is like, well, I mean, people are just ready to throw money at us. We got to do it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love Vin Diesel. He's a good boy. He seems like a nice guy. He does not like The Rock.
2: <laughs> that's so funny.
0: I he's see like The Rock is stealing his franchise from him. I think
2: I think that's a work, you know, but I, I can see why though cuz there's a sequel, there's like a Fast and the Furious spin-off. That's just the, That's yeah. just that's just The Rock and Jason Statham. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is genuinely funny to me.
0: And I will say the only Fast and the Furious movie I have seen was the first one. <laughs> really? You haven't seen yeah. any others? No, seen uh, you know, the only one. Because I wasn't like... interested in car movies when they were coming out, and then like Fast Five is when it got
2: good. See, I also don't really like car movies, but I like the sort of absurdity of because the first one, the first Fast and the Furious is like an actual movie. It's a little bit it's a little bit crazy with its yeah, like. And Austria then like race. five
0: onwards is like Death Race with Castle-Frankenstein. Oh man, no, like two, like Two is when
2: it gets absurd. Where they have like the ejector seat bit at the end <laughs> of the movie and stuff. Yeah, they like they like reverse the nitrous oxide thing, like uh, the yeah. like an empty tube under yeah. one of the seats and like unbolt it. So it's like, okay, like when he's in the thing and they just like hit a thing and the door flies off and an ejector seats <laughs> the guy like off a bridge <laughs> into the room, It's It's just nuts. I mean, that's the one that had, like, the the EMP harpoon, where, like, Paul Walker's got to, like, pull the thing out of his car because it's, like, ruining his electrical system. No, I love love the difference between sort of real kind of true crime gangland. Uh, uh, It's like Reservoir Dogs, but with street racing kind of thing. And then after that, it's just, like, insane action movie. And then Tokyo Drift is kind of the low point. And then they just kind of get better after that. Or just more of the insane yeah. action they they hard. rip off the italian job with like the mini coopers thing <laughs> they do they do a whole bunch of stuff i did
0: love that scene in the italian job
2: i mean they even ripped that mini cooper thing off for a uh, for uh expendables three with uh schwarzenegger and uh and uh, bruce willis driving through the dealership in the cooper
0: uh one of our friends uh-huh uh you can, his Twitter is at Rook at me. Uh, he recently just watched all of them for the first time. Oh, I see. Wow. And I'm trying to, I want to f- plug his, uh, his persona. No, I want to plug his Twitch stream. Oh, does he stream via Twitch? I don't know why I thought he was streaming
2: through like YouTube or something. Cause he, uh, he streams his, uh, his, uh, his cosplay
0: stuff, right? Yeah. He does that on Instagram.
2: Yeah, I was actually a guest on one of his, uh. One of his uh, cosplay streams.
0: Yeah?
2: Yeah, I mean, literally Elijah was standing around and watching Dragon Maid, but yeah.
0: Uh, well, if you follow him on Twitter or on Instagram, his Instagram is at Uh You should be able to get a li- link somewhere to one of his streams. They're pretty good. Oh, yeah. He plays League of Legends. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he watched the Fast movies recently yeah i saw i saw his tweet about
2: that that he was like oh, i've never seen these before i love cars now Maybe we'll <laughs> i mean, I, mean I feel like Gaslance. that's a summary of this
0: get him to play Gaslands. okay let's actually end this episode
2: no more rambling
0: uh at gmail dot com featured creature at gmail dot com is that email address we got distracted by yep uh shoot us anything at twitter at f e a c r e um I think that's it. We have an Instagram at, that's featured creatures, our Patreon. Patreon. If we're going to add a diploma to the Patreon tiers, might already be there by then. Maybe. It might already might be up as of uh, the release of this episode. So, uh, thank you. And remember, all you need to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist.
1: Vin Diesel is on our next episode.